Hey, Hoopers, I hope that the Lord is showing you his goodness and his power in your life. And I hope that today is no exception. I pray that we have opportunities in this day and every day to share Jesus with people, whether it's as simple as an invitation to inviting them to church or whether it's just a small act of service and love or whether there are large things we can do so that people know that Jesus saves. I pray that that's always something on your radar and something that you can do, even in a time where we're not doing a lot outside of our homes. Um, I hope it's something that God gives you the wisdom and the insight to always be a representative. Today, I want to talk about a story in Ezekiel. Ezekiel is such an interesting book. And if you've ever read it, Ezekiel is this character, this prophet who is a character, and God uses him to do all kinds of incredible physical things in his own life and, and play acting to show what God wants his people to know. And there's just regular prophecy in Ezekiel as well. But the things that stick out to me are the things where Ezekiel does something because God asked him to do it so his people would understand and would know. Ezekiel chapter 37 may be one of the most famous or, or reliably understood or, or known stories in all of the book of Ezekiel. It's a story that we call a story of dry bones. And what I want to do is just read it and talk about it as we go through it. And I pray that what it does is gives you kind of what it is, was intended to give Israel through Ezekiel, gives you a sense that even when it's impossible, God is still greater than the impossible. No matter how hopeless or dark it could look in your life, that God can always bring life from death. So here's the story. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1, it says, The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me up by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. I'm going to get the sense from Ezekiel there that he thinks this is a trick question. He doesn't know how to answer it correctly, so he just kind of punts on the whole thing and says, I, You know, I don't know. But God brings him to this vision of a valley full of bones, dried bones. It's not just that these bones represent dead people. It represents people who've been dead for a long, long time. People whose life has long since gone away. And the very fabric of what it takes to be alive is long gone. There's no flesh. There's no muscle. There's no organs. It's just bones, dry bones. And there are many, many of them in this valley. God wants to use this picture as a picture to Ezekiel and a picture to his people and a picture to us of hopelessness, of a spot in your life where things have gone too far. They're too lost. It's too done. There's no way it could ever come back to life. Son of man, can these bones live? Only you know, God. So then God does this. He says to him, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. 
Then he said to me, Prophesy to the the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says, Come, breath, from the four winds, and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. And they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. That's where the vision ends. And I want to keep reading in a minute about what it means. But Ezekiel is told by God to prophesy, to speak before it happens, to believe that God is able, in spite of the evidence in front of him, God is able to do what is impossible. Most of the time in our lives, we are well aware of what's impossible. And I would say more often than not, that causes us to feel defeated, discouraged, and really like our faith hangs by a thread. So God says to Ezekiel, I want you to declare this. I want you to say this, that I'm going to bring these bones to life. I haven't brought them to life yet, but I want you to say that, that I, you know I can. And because I've told you I am, I want you to say that you know I will. And so Ezekiel does it. And these bones come to life. These bones begin to form into bodies. And then he tells them to prophesy again to the wind so that breath comes into them, so that they come alive again, impossibly, improbably, come to life. And he closes it by saying, and there they stood, a vast army. In that time, I don't know that there could be a sharper contrast from dry bones filling up a valley to a vast army. For many of us, we're far away from what it means to to need an army or think about what an army means. But the difference between a valley of dry bones, maybe reflecting an army that had been utterly defeated, an army that was too powerless to overcome its enemy, and a valley now filled with living men, a vast army, people ready to go out and do things in power, shows the power of God to take what is dead and bring it to life, what is hopeless and fill it with hope, what is lost and make it found. Jesus says, I I give sight to the blind. I heal the sick. I do what is impossible. And then he made a point to say, and I forgive sins. I have come for those who are sick spiritually. I have come so that they might have a life and have it to the full. The Valley of the Dry Bones is a story for us too. It's a story about that no matter how dark it looks, we do not give up hope because our God is greater. Maybe the most discouraging thing to me over the past six months has been the way that Christians have acted like everything depends on an election. Everything depends on who is in power. Since when has that ever been our determiner of whether or not we have hope? God is on the throne. Whatever happens in America, we'll do our best to try to make our country the kind of country it should be. But my God reigns, and I will not be shaken. So God says to Ezekiel, Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you back up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live. I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. God says there are times in our life where he takes us through what is impossible so we can be reminded that he is God. 
and that what he has promised, he will do. That he watches over us, that he cares for us, that he loves us. And in the middle of being the valley of the dry bones, it can feel like you are forgotten and it is devastatingly over. But this parable, this vision is to remind us never to believe what it looks like or what it feels like when it conflicts with the promises and the goodness of God. Today, dig into the goodness of God. Let it be the anchor for your soul. Believe that even when things don't go right, even when it looks like everything's trending in a bad direction, even when it looks like you've blown it beyond any redemption, remember our God is a God who brings bones back to life, just like he did when he saved us, when he took our dead souls and breathed life into them and made us children of God. If he can do that, he can do anything. And so whatever I have, I put it in his hands and I go forward with faith and confidence that my God saves.